0: internet's home for motown soul and great rock and roll skypilotradio.com non-stop shock radio the station that shocks you renegade talk radio one two three o'clock four o'clock rock five six seven o'clock eight o'clock rock Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, a rock, we're gonna rock, around the clock tonight, the glass red phone. Join behind. We'll have some fun away. The bad slide fun. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rot, 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 hold what they like, put on the rock, hey here's the funs you would say. <laughs> Happy days. Oh, I love that show. It uh, came on when I was in high school. And I followed it into college. And, of course, again, this is the day before DVD, VHS. Uh, actually, when I got out of college around 80, 1980, uh, VHS, Betamax, was just coming out. And a lot of colleges were buying them. In fact, I was assigned as uh, my audiovisual uh, job because I was in the AV department. I was the head of it, student head of it. And uh, I was assigned to uh, videotape the governor. At the time, Governor Joe Brennan. He was a very good governor. I think he ran two terms. State had pretty good uh, balance, good budget. Things were pretty good. Uh, Not on top of the world, but pretty good. You know, you give credit where credit was due. And I wasn't a big Clinton fan, Bill Clinton. But the eight years he was in was pretty good years uh, no wars really to speak of um, you know gas was okay the economy was pretty good uh, and all that but getting back to happy days yeah I really liked that show and um, matter of fact they used to call me Potsy because I wore shirts like he did in college so my friends called me Potsy and uh, I remember coming um, I had a class like at eight o'clock in the morning which I absolutely hated yeah, because I'm a late, I'm a late type of guy. I'm a night owl. I hardly ever went to bed, even in my best times, before midnight. I always took a hot, hot shower to relax. And you, the two times you take a shower, to wake up and to relax. Well, I took a hot shower at, just before bed. My dorm room was just a few feet away from the from the uh, showers, the bathroom. So I always took a nice hot shower, and. Uh, that morning I would have a class, and I would come back eh, about 10.30, just before lunch, and had a little time before lunch to, um, to watch TV in the uh, dorm uh, lounging area. There was one upstairs and one downstairs. Also a study hall upstairs and a study place downstairs in this dorm. Powell Hall, UMFK. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Had great times there. And there was even a big room where I showed my home movies and movies I had. And sometimes I'd bring the projector over from the, from the AV office, 16-millimeter, and I would show Three Stooges and whatever we had uh, at the college theater showing that week. I would do a private showing kind of for well, anybody who wanted to come, mostly my buddies. And uh, anyways, there was a pinball machine there since I was a freshman. And I I never could beat it. I never could beat it. I finally beat it a couple times, actually, my senior year. I guess it's about time. There was a pool table, ping-pong table, uh, candy machine, Coke machine, which was always busy. And so, yeah, happy days. I I really like that show. Eee! When he used to hit the jukebox. This is the Toxic Wise-Ass Show, by the way, in case you're wondering. Didn't play my normal opening song. They're coming to take me away. I'll be playing that later, of course, at the end of my show or sometimes in between. You never know when they're going to come and take me away. But uh, that show was pretty good. And, of course, Opie Taylor uh, started out, uh, you know, doing Andy Griffith's show. And then he went to uh, Happy Days and then a big uh, Ronnie Howard I'm talking about. Went to big-time director, producer, filmmaker. And um, very successful. Oh, good old Opie. Who'd ever think it, huh? Little Opie, big-time big movie mogul. But this is America, folks, where anything can happen, here on the Toxic Wise, show especially. Aro! Guess who this is? It's lonely out ah, that's right, Rocket Man. Kim Jong-un, your Rocket Man. Ah, Ralph Hilton, John, American people. Listen to the words. I'm a rocket man, that's right folks Oh, I was waiting for that Waiting for that song, for that part to come on The Kim Jong-un sang I listen to uh, Toxic Wise That Show On the R&D Talk Radio American people And I haven't blown you up yet But I'm thinking about it <laughs> Just kidding Oh, message from Kim Jong-un using his uh, his song, his theme song, I guess, given to him by Donald J. Trump. That's right, I gave it to him. He's the Rocket Man. I love that guy. Actually, I hate him. Well, love or hate, it's Kim Jong-un, the Rocket Man, with another uh, endorsement here. On the rocket, uh, on the rocket, wise-ass show. Yeah, we're the rocket show. We're taking off. Yes, the toxic wise-ass show, here on Renegade Talk Radio. Thanks for listening in. Trying to make you, give you some information, some movie reviews, news, sports, sometimes useless information, and uh, the important thing is trying to give you a laugh a day. If we make you laugh once, we've done our job here. Even a giggle. A friend of mine said he was listening. Chad, thanks for listening. Chad G. Said he was listening the other day and got some good laughs. And uh, that's important nowadays with all what's going on in the world. We need a laugh here on the Toxic Wise Air Show. And it looks like the worst of the Hurricane Florence is over. And although the winds at about 100 miles an hour did do a lot of damage... It was mostly the water and continues to be the flooding that uh, does the most destruction and damage. I think eight have been killed, sadly enough. Now, you got to think, uh, you know, 50, 60 years ago, probably hundreds get killed, and a couple hundred years ago, thousands get killed because, you know, we don't have the capabilities back then that we have now for warnings and evacuations and safe centers and shelters and so forth. But um, it could have been much worse. It's gonna be billions, I think $30 billion worth of damage. Uh, Homes, businesses, whole entire neighborhoods and towns. um, Vehicles, underwater, destroyed, damaged. And very sad. But you still have your lives. But it's still terrible though, you know. Can you imagine packing up all your stuff Your stuff, as George Collins still used to say, you've got stuff. You're packing up your belongings, your photographs, home movies, 8mm movies, whatever you had, slides, and um, your photo albums, and your cherished things that belong to your family, big maybe portraits and so on and so forth, and antiques and valuables, and trying to pick them out and haul off what's important besides your family and your lives, uh, can't be an easy thing. Up here in the Northeast, like I said, we have some bad, cold winters. Most of them are cold. They always say global warming. I, what's that mean? Because our winters are brutal. Like I said, one last, uh, about the middle of February, it was 35 below. The doors froze. The garage door froze. I had to use five cans of de-icer to get it open. It snowed and then it froze. So, you know, that's what we deal with. But uh, we don't get hurricanes and tornadoes and mudslides and fires. Sometimes we get some forest fires, but they're usually put out fast. Been a dry summer here overall in the northeast, New England, and uh, we could use some rain. We're gonna get a little, but not from the hurricane. It's not coming up here. We're gonna get rain actually from Canada coming down so the hurricane actually won't affect us in any way, shape, or form up here in New England, which, uh, you know, kind of ironic that we needed the rain and they got too much. So, But anyway, hopefully that's the end of that, and we'll have to see what kind of hurricane season we have. Is this going to be something that's, you know, Texas and Florida and the Carolinas? Is this something we're going to be dealing with? You know, a great deal. I haven't looked at the weather outlook. Although our humidity here in the Great Northeast is going to start to end. We set a record here today on uh, September 17th, 88 degrees in New England. Record. But tomorrow is supposed to go back into the 60s and 50s. So, But, you know, it could return. Will it? I don't know. They say the winter is going to be bad. Well, they're all kind of bad. It's always, you know, miserable and cold and dark. Weary, icy, snowy, hard to travel. Sometimes you go out on a trip. It's not so bad when you leave, but when you come back, you're in a storm. I and mean, how many ha- times has happened to me? I'm going shopping. I'm going to the movies someplace, you know. Or I'm going to visit a friend or a place in another town. Maybe just 10, 15, 20 miles away. Or uh, go to the casino. You get there and it's not bad. You travel. But when you leave, it's ice, freezing rain, snow, or all the above. So, you just gotta be careful out there, folks, and that's what we want you to do. be careful, no matter where you are or what you're doing It's time for a movie review here on the Toxic wise show and um well there's a what's what the nun horror movies uh I grew up Catholic, I'm still Catholic, and uh I remember the nuns, and this is not to be mean or anything, but the nuns, uh, when I went to... I didn't go to a Catholic school. I actually taught at one later on, which was a great time, the best time I ever had. G-Man, my assistant producer for this show, uh, he I actually had him in the eighth grade. I was like my second year teaching, I was like 21, 22. Well, uh, but anyways, uh, I always thought the nuns reminded me of like SS guards in the movies. They they stood there straight and dressed in black and uh, were mean. But anyways, um, probably not as mean as I thought they were in my head. There's a lot of Nun movies. The original Nun horror movie, and then there's a Curse of the Nun. The Nun movie that was made by uh, a big-time company is pretty good. Uh, It's different. I already reviewed it. Then there's a Curse of the Nun. Uh, I think that's on DVD and probably on demand. I would not bother watching. I give that. I've watched some of it, and I give it a C. Um, there's a movie called *The Summer of '67* about Vietnam. I give that a C. Not very good. The acting's okay. Movie called Delinquent. and I think it's probably on uh, the Red Box or on demand. And uh, looks like a delinquent made it. wasn't very good. I give it a C. Um, let me continue here. Epidemic movie called Epidemic, and uh, it is an epidemic. It's a bad movie. I give that a D. Movie called The Toy Box, and again, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, probably Netflix or Redbox or On Demand. Uh, most of these are on demand, <clears throat> and it's a, also a, kind of a cheap, thrilly horror movie. Yeah, it's not too bad, but it's I give it a C because it's uh, not that good. Winter movie called Winter Ridge, and I thought it was going to be good. It kind of started off, uh, you know, looking good, and then it kind of got drolly, and uh, I would say I give that a C plus. So, uh, Winter Ridge again. Uh, about it looked like it was going to be good, but uh, don't bother seeing it really. Uh, C. Uh, the new Johnny English movie with uh, Rowan Atkinson, who is 63. I didn't know he was that old. Then there was a there was a, a big thing about uh, on on uh, social media about him dying. And I I didn't really follow up on it. So when I saw this movie, uh, I was thinking, like, I thought he died. You know, Mr. Bean, the English guy, and he's actually played in some serious movies. He plays like a a Sherlock Holmes-type character from the 1950s in British, uh, a police detective. can't recall the actual name. But uh, So he does more than comedy parts. But Johnny English um, with Emma Thompson, who I like, Emma Thompson, the English actress, pretty lady. And um, I give it a... It was kind of funny. It was funny. I give it a B. You'll laugh. I mean, you won't be on the floor laughing, rolling. There's a couple of parts that are funny. So I uh, do recommend to see uh, Johnny English Strikes. I think this is the third one. And again I thought I was like, oh, I gotta I gotta pay more attention to what's going on. Turns out it was some kind of a a scam to get people to click on to something, and then you get a virus and have to pay to get it off or something. So uh the, Rowan Atkinson, aka Mr. Bean, aka Johnny English and other characters, the English actor, uh he is alive, he's sixty-three. Five feet eleven, 180 pounds, and pretty funny. It's uh, Johnny English is kind of like uh, the English Clouseau, you know. Remember Inspector Clouseau, except he's English. Austin um, Powers type comedy. He works. Uh, he's a teacher, but in, uh, on the side, he works for uh, British intelligence. So I, it was funny. Like I said, you'll laugh throughout it you won't be on they won't be on the floor laughing but uh, it's not bad it's not bad and then there's a documentary i thought it was going to be a movie i was kind of looking forward to because you know me i love my history movies it's called spitfire it's a documentary about of course world war 2 the spitfires the hurricanes the other uh, the battle of britain 1940 to 41 and how they repelled the uh, germans and shot down the V1 rockets. Couldn't shoot down the V2 rockets because they came up from space, went up into the atmosphere, and came down. So they couldn't shoot those. And uh, turns out the V1, V2 rockets for the German Army, World War II, Hitler, Nazis, uh, wasn't. It was scary, but it wasn't as productive as they should have been making tanks and planes. It didn't do as it. For as many as they sent, many were shot down or crashed into no place. The ones that did crash into cities, they were devastating and scary. But if they had made uh, planes, the Luftwaffe would have had better defenses um, towards the end of the war. So it didn't really work out that good for them. But it's a good, uh, very good documentary. I give it a a B B+. And they talked to a lot of the pilots that were in on it. And so that's an added bonus. And that's it uh, for our movie reviews. Right now, you know, I love my movies. I get my popcorn. And uh, I watched an episode of Leave It to Beaver. That's one of my favorite shows. And, of course, I was kind of like Eddie Haskell. I think I mentioned this growing up. Kind of a wise-ass, pain-in-the-ass type of guy. You know, always trying to play jokes. Always being the wise-ass. (laughs) Hee-hee. You know. And, um... Is a, it's called Wally's Practical Joke I think it was made in 1963 if you want to see it you can just kind of type it in and google it and you could probably get it on some public domain site or if you have uh, the classic channels or TV then you might be able to get it I used to record all those and I had them uh, I have them in uh, storage someplace in my room, along with a billion films and projectors and other things. But it's a it's called Wally's Practical Jokes, and it's where Eddie Haskell and Eddie uh, Wally and Eddie Haskell actually play a joke on Lumpy Clarence Rutherford. They call him up as a girl. Hi, Clarence, can you come? This is Julie Foster. Can you come help me with my homework? And she he gets all excited. He gets into his car. What they what. What Mumpy doesn't know is, is uh, w- uh, Wally and Eddie Haskell have chained his uh, rear axle to a tree. So when Lumpy pulls off thinking this girl wants to see him, it pulls his rear wheels right off into the driveway and the car goes sliding into the street. So pretty funny episode if you want to see it. it just kind of reminds me of us uh, kids growing up in high school that's for sure. And so that's a uh, movie and, uh, well, I guess a Beaver Cleaver review here on the Toxic wise Show. Hey, have you heard the latest, folks? Um, you know, we do a lot of uh, takeoffs here, satire spins of uh, shows. One of them is Sesame Street. And the latest is uh, the argument of Bert and Ernie Gay. And I, I never thought of it. I thought they were just buddies and maybe cousins uh, but supposedly some say they're gay and some say they're not. Remember that came up with the Teletubbies. Was it the Teletubbies? One of them was gay. Something like that. Um, but anyways, uh, what's it matter? Really, who cares? I'm not even sure they have uh, sexual parts, right? I mean, my nep- I should buy my nephew those uh, Sesame Street uh characters and they were kind of like, you know, the Barbie dolls and the uh, Ken dolls. They had no, no uh, wee-wees, no parts, no sexual organs. So, hey Bert, Ernie, we're not gay, are we? No Bert, no, are we? Well, I don't know Ernie. So, you know, the argument, I guess, continues, but so what? We still love Bert and Ernie, no matter what. And uh, that's our opinion here on the uh, Toxic Wise Show here on Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio in the whole world. Make sure you give us a listen and all our shows a listen. This is Conor McGregor inviting you to watch me next fight. I'll be talking about it more later here on the Toxic Wise Show. Now yeah, watch me fight or I'll kick you in the balls. <laughs> just kidding me lads. Just kidding. Conor McGregor! Yeah, it's Conor McGregor. We're going to be talking about he's got a fight coming up. I saw him talking trash to some guy and the guy was just sitting there. And the thing is they both kind of look alike. This guy he's going to fight. I don't know his name. I'll get it, we'll, have, we'll have it look for you later. But they, they both kind of look alike, and uh, Connor's kind of wanting him to drink some whiskey. I think it's actually Connor's brand whiskey. He owns a Brisk whiskey brand. So he's trying to get this guy he's going to fight to drink some whiskey, and the guy's just sitting there looking at him and he's talking trash. Have a drink, but I'm going to kick you in the balls. I'm going to kick your head in your trash. I'm going to expose you. You're dirt you're nothing, I'm gonna kick your arse. He's talking all this trash and uh, well we'll see. We'll be talking about Conor McGregor later on and his uh his fights here on the Toxic Waza Show. On Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio. The Irish Washerwoman. One of me favorite songs, my dad. Couple uh, late mover reviews that I didn't get in uh, at the beginning of the show. Um, the house with the clock in the walls. Now I saw it and I thought it was okay. I like Jack Black. Jack Black's one of those actor actresses that. Um, he's kind of like Christopher Walken or De Niro. Uh, no matter Liam Neeson, he's one of those actors that. You know, Eastwood, Clint Eastwood, Nicholson, all, you know, the really good ones. No matter what he's in, he's going to make the movie watchable, even if it's about, like, a fart from outer space. So, uh, I found the kid who plays the uh, orphaned uh, nephew who comes to live with Jack Black in his magical house, found him to be a little annoying. Talk through his nose. (laughs) Kind of annoying. At first, not so much. Then towards the middle and the end, really, really annoying. And the reviews, some of them that I read in the paper today, weren't very good. But I give it a... Because Jack Black's in it, and he's cool, and he's funny. And it was, was, uh, you know, it was okay. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a B-minus. If Jack Black wasn't in it, it'd be uh, probably a C-minus. And uh, it's okay. Uh, you're not going to be. It's uh, Some of it's tedious and repetitive. Uh, I, w- I was kind of waiting, like, uh, when's this end? And, when, you know, when you're watching a really good movie, you're like, I hope it doesn't end. But, you know, like I said, Jack Black kept it going. There was some funny parts in it, especially towards the end. You'll see what I mean when he gets reverted back to childhood. I <laughs> was laugh. I laughed out loud. So yeah, you know, uh, maybe not at the theater, but definitely on demand or um, Netflix or something like that. Uh, Red Box when it comes out. Uh, the other movie is uh, was called uh, White Boy Rick, and this was based on a true story back in the eighties about a Family, the daughter's on drugs, the son's a dealer, the father's kind of messed up, ex-drug user, dealer. The boy gets this selling drugs, and he actually turns informant for the FBI, gets mixed up uh, in a bad situation, and uh, you'll have to see for yourself. But it's a pretty good movie, and I give it a B+. B+. True story. I always like true stories, and so that's our um, that's our updated movie review. And Probably the last uh, ones I'll do on this show, unless I can think of uh, another one that's worth seeing or whatever that I've thought of here on the Toxic Wiseass show. And I gotta say, it is getting cold. I don't know what the F is going on. This has been one of the strangest years. It's been a strange... uh, Last winter started out not too bad. About Christmas, bang. Snow, ice, cold, 35 below. Uh, Spring was kind of late and wet. The rivers were high. Summer came, got dry, 102 degrees. We broke records. It stayed in the 80s for like a month. Uh, Would cool off at night some. Most nights were not too bad. And then uh, we get into, I mean, technically it's still summer, but uh, it's been in the 30s. And I've had the fireplace on, electric fireplace, to warm my fat ass up. Here in the studio, I've had the heat on, um, which not too long ago was 102 degrees, and we had the AC on. So it's been a really, I don't know, what does global warming mean? I'm not a scientist. I, some say it means actually the opposite. It's going to get colder, but we've had hot summers. So does it mean the winter gets colder and the summer gets hotter? What's what's it all mean? I don't know. But I wish we'd have a little warming. I wish we'd have a winter, just one winter that wasn't brutally effing cold. That's all i got to say. It would be nice to have a break from it, where it was mainly maybe just rain and some snow, and we had that when I, when I got out of college, '80, 80, '81 area, '82. I think we had like two or three winters. One was like nothing. It mostly just kind of wet rain and uh well, wet rain, wet snow. I don't even think we got a. I don't know. I, it's, I as I recall we didn't get much snow. We might have had a period where we had a couple feet, but it went fast and it was mostly oh, I don't know it was cuz of tsunamis, hurricanes or special year that year, but it was mostly wet and uh, muddy and cold, but uh nothing really below 0 too many times and spring came relatively early. So I guess we'll have to see. They say it's going to be a cold winter, but it, up here in the Great Northeast, it's uh in New England, it's kind of always a cold winter. So we you get you have to adapt. I was I waited all winter for summer and it came and after the 4th of July, it went out like a fart in the wind. So um <laughs> I mean, I love my country. I love the 4th of July, but the thing I hate about it is after the 4th, the summer seems to go by so fast. So, anyways, we'll have to wait and see. We've got Halloween coming up in October. And, of course, we'll have our special Halloween shows with Count Cracula and Count G- Gastula and Count Fartula and Frank and Cracker and all kinds of funny stuff coming up. Igor will be here. So, we've got uh, Halloween coming up. We'll be talking about TV shows, movies, costumes, parties, and uh, some satirical, satirical things. So uh, stay tuned for that in the whole month of October. And then, of course, we'll have Thanksgiving special shows with Elmer Fudd hunting wabbits for Thanksgiving. And then, of course, Christmas. Oh, oh, oh with your good old pal Santa Claus. So we'll have to, we're really looking forward. It seems like we just did that. But uh, that's the way it goes here on the Toxic wise that Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Sporting news, the Red Sox, 104 wins. They clinched the uh, division for the third straight year, setting a franchise record and uh, setting a win record, 104 wins and going. I had them at 107. I think there's eight games left, seven games left. So I think the over for me was 100 and. What was it, 108, 109, and the under was 104, and that's where they're at now. But I got them at probably 107, that's what I'm going to say. They'll win a couple more. I think there's six games left. I'm not sure. But anyways, 104 wins, another division. Let's just hope they can keep keep it going. They came from behind to wrap it up at Yankee Stadium to wrap up the uh, third division title. AL East champions for the third year in a row, but the previous couple of years before that, uh, they've crapped all over themselves and choked. But this team's kind of different. They're good at coming back. They play better defense. They're good at stealing bases. Pitching is better. The starting pitcher, the ending pitcher, middle relievers are a little—you eh, never know. But um, if they can keep the hitting streaks going and injuries. Uh, injury free and that's big so congratulations to my Boston Red Sox and uh, probably not yours if you don't live in Boston but it's it's, you know of course like teams like the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees and the Cubs they have big followings wherever they go so I mean you go to a game in China and there's Boston Red Sox fans there, and there'll be Yankee fans there too because they're they're big They're older franchises, they're winning franchises, and they're popular franchises. So, congratulations. And we'll have to see what happens. I mean, the Yankees could do some damage. Oakland A's, who started out, looked like they were going to lose 100 games. are Right in there, they're going to get the second wild card game. And they're a good team on the road. They actually are better at hitting on the road than they are at home. So if the Yankees draw them, it could be interesting. Of course, you got Houston and Cleveland, Indians. So it's going to be uh, very interesting out there. And NBA season will be starting soon. Uh, Pats are 1-1. One and one, and uh, they've got uh, Detroit coming up Sunday night. So we'll have to see what happens there against their old coach there who uh patricia matt patricia who almost didn't get the job because of some allegations oh these allegations are bad man especially if uh there's any documentation i mean they should be if they're if they're there and there's something behind them then they should be brought out but um turns out it was dismissed against them so but it they had a article the other day in the paper and was on uh espn about how all of the uh, old Patriots coaches like Eric Manginius and uh, Matt Patricia and some other ones haven't done so good when they go out on their own. They don't seem to be able to bring that magic with them. So uh, it's going to be a long year for Matt Patricia. When I saw Detroit got blown out their first game and I saw his face, it looked like uh, he was thinking, why the F didn't I stay in New England? But you've got to give it a shot. You've got to give it a shot. I mean, Bill Belichick had a losing season with Cleveland and Indi- uh, Cleveland Browns. So, you know, you just got to get on a, 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 a hot streak and ride it and hopefully get in the playoffs. But we're going to have to see. Patriots picked up a player, Josh Gordon. From the Browns. Speaking of which, the of that team, he's had some troubles history, but the Patriots uh, are gonna flip a coin, and he's either gonna work out or he isn't. If it's you know, remember uh, Albert Hainsworth, Fat Albert, and of course Randy Moss worked out for one year at least, that undefeated season till they lost to the and Giants. I was so mad that year. But anyway, sports season is. Uh, you are going to come up on the time of the year when, black, you know, the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, and the hockey will all be playing at the same time, so, which is kind of rare. So, and that's our sports update here on the Toxic wise Show. Hey, hello, shavers out there. I'm talking to you guys, I guess, unless uh, ladies shave their faces, which I hear has to happen sometimes, but I don't want to get into that. A whole different tangent subject, but uh, the the issue is I don't I never had to shave a lot Irish born maybe some Native American blood in me I don't have to shave them. I never did I used to hate it in high school junior, and college because other guys could grow mustaches and beards I even have dreams where I grow a mustache or beard and I really can't grow a good one um, after. Like five or six days, I look like most guys after a day. And I always like that. I don't have a hairy body. I won't turn a bar soap into a gerbil, as my friend Richie used to say from uh, Hicksville, Long Island. Hey, Richie, hope you're listening. But um, the issue is uh, electric razor, cheap razors that you buy, or the expensive ones. Now, I've used all three. And sometimes an uh, electric razor can burn your face, especially if you've got a sensitive face, it can burn. And uh, I have a I, I I will like not shave if I don't have to, just to give my face a chance to heal from sensitivity. And when you, when you let it grow out for like a week, five days, and then you go to shave it, it's a much tougher beard and it's uh, easier to, it's actually easier to shave. You know, you're not as likely to cut yourself and so it's easier. And I, if I use cheap blades, I have to go through a couple. If I use the expensive blades, like eight for $8, whatever it is, then it's uh, I have to maybe use one. And then there's the Dollar Shave Club I've heard people talk about. And I'm, I don't know about that, but I remember getting into my grandfather's, the old lathering cup. Remember that? the old brush and lathering cup and the Wilkinson's blades and you you had, the, you had the old metal shavers and you had to open it up and drop the the razor and you had to be careful those MRFers were sharp and you could easily cut yourself and that was called old school shaving right there. You get the cup, you fill it full of water, you lather your face up and then you shave. I really didn't have to shave, not even in high school, I might have shaved once a week and uh, But as time goes on, I had to shave a little bit more and this and that. But I I still enjoy not having to shave a lot. I really do. And not having a hairy body. Um, Because, uh, I don't know, some chicks dig it, some don't. I guess it's just a matter of opinion. But um, I, for one, am glad that I don't have to shave that much. So I kind of go, I'll use a razor, electric razor, for a while. Then I will usually I mostly use the expensive razors because you're less likely to cut yourself. Though they're they're more expensive, but then I'll buy a cheap bag and maybe I'll use two, just uh, to see how it works. You know, kind of change things up. And uh, I don't know what you do. Some guys have beards, and uh, it gets a little colder here. They like to have a beard. Me, I never really cared. But it would have been nice to be able to grow one if you wanted to. But to have to pay the price to shave all the time wouldn't uh, be something that I'd want to do. And that's our shaving tip here on the Toxic Wise-Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Okay, we've done enough here on the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. And uh, that's our show for today. And glad to bring you movie reviews, TV reviews, news, sports, weather. We do it all. Good news, bad news. Of course, we'd like to bring you good news. There's not really that much of it lately. Um, Trump and the uh, confirmation of the guy he wants in, Kavanaugh, whatever her name is, and the girl, the who, lady who accuses him. This looks like to be a complicated issue, but it'll probably go through. Because I don't know what happened. Who knows? Uh, she may have a point, but proving something from 36 years ago might be difficult. We'll have to see. But uh, anyways, this has been our show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, We'll see you on the next show. We're going to always, one thing we pledge to do uh, during our one-hour show is uh, we try to make you laugh at least once. Because a laugh a day can keep the doctor away. That and an apple and, of course, good medical coverage. What is I telling somebody that that there's, you know, there's Obamacare, Medicare, and then there's no one cares? Sometimes I think that's what I have. But anyways, stay healthy, stay happy, and um, we'll see you on the next show. Thanks for tuning in to the Toxic Wisehead Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Now it's time for my theme song. They're coming to take me away, and my God, they just might be. I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go Well, you left me anyhow. Here they come. They're at the door. See you later folks or at least we have cable at the nut house and three meals a day to take me away huh? plus snacks funny farm where life is beautiful all the time and I'll be happy. you can't say uh, funny farm or nut house anymore it's politically incorrect I'm not even sure if you can say insane asylum I don't think they even it's a place you go when you're not all there I think they call it now you left. You left i had said that losing you would make me flip my lid right you know you laughed i heard you laugh you laughed you laughed and laughed and then you left but now you know i'm utterly mad and they're coming to take me away haha they're coming to